This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. So who are these protagonists? The ones who fought the battle in Islamabad and the ones who controlled it from the shadows in Rawalpindi. We're focusing on three individuals, the fallen Prime Minister Imran Khan, the new Wazir-e-Azam, Shehbaz Sharif, and the puppeteer of this chaos, Army Chief General Bajwa. What's in store for them? Over the next four minutes, we'll discuss. We'll start with Imran Khan, the first Pakistani Prime Minister to be removed through a no-trust motion, and the 20th one to leave office without completing a full term. All of his predecessors have met the same fate. No prime minister has completed a full term in Pakistan. Few have fought back or returned to power. Will Imran Khan's fate be the same? Is he out for good or will he play another innings? The answer depends on who you ask. His critics have already written him off. They've declared the end of his political career. They say it's only a matter of time before he gets relegated to history books. His supporters disagree though. They say Imran Khan is not your run-of-the-mill politician, that he'll come back stronger. They're calling his loss the beginning of a new journey that might even see him return to power. Like I said, Pakistan will head to polls again in about a year from now, May 2023. That's when elections are scheduled to be held. The PTI says it will win that election. They're sure of a two-thirds majority, they say, and they've already started campaigning. But do they stand a chance? Well, for that, they must campaign in Rawalpindi because governments in Pakistan are selected, not elected. No one comes to power without the army's blessings. Here's an unspoken rule about Pakistan politics. The generals can have a favorite prime minister, but the prime minister cannot have a favorite general. Imran Khan broke that rule. He tried to punch above his weight, interfered with the army's affairs, and reportedly even conspired to remove the army chief. History is proof. No leader has gotten away with this. They've been jailed, exiled, killed, or just removed from office. Imran Khan has been ousted from power, but his troubles may not end there. The opposition has already accused him of treason. They're trying to restrict his activities. They're stopping him from flying abroad and getting him probed for corruption. A number of petitions have been filed. Pakistan's top court has rejected a few. Others are still pending. So to put it simply, Imran Khan faces an uphill task now. Best case scenario, he remains out of power. Worst case scenario, he faces the wrath of the establishment. Which brings us to protagonist number two, Shehbaz Sharif, the new Wazir-e-Azam or Prime Minister, facing a different set of challenges. A stagnant economy, crippling debt, soaring inflation, a feeble currency, escalating violence, growing terrorism and strained relations with the US. Pakistan's economy, to start with, is in a shambles. Inflation, over 12%. Foreign debt, $130 billion. Currency, 190 Pakistani rupees for a dollar. Shehbaz Sharif will have to introduce some radical reforms to turn things around. And he only has one year to prove himself. If he gets one year, that is. Next challenge, insurgency. The Pakistani Taliban is on the offensive. Since March this year, they've carried out a string of attacks, targeted government projects in the Northwest. Imran Khan tried to strike peace. He signed a truce with the Tehreek e Taliban. It did not last. So, what will Shehbaz Sharif do? In the past, he's been wishy washy, not acting firmly against extremists, but not striking peace deals with them either. And every time there's a change of guard in Pakistan, terror groups increase their activities, their attacks to buy more concessions. So Sharif will have to act fast to rein them in, if he wants to rein them in. Third challenge, 
foreign relations. The West is upset with Pakistan and a lot of it is Imran Khan's doing. First, he attended the Beijing Winter Olympics when the West boycotted it. Then he visited Moscow on the day Russia invaded Ukraine. And then he resisted all calls to condemn Russia's actions. Pakistan ties Pakistan's ties with America, in fact, are fraying and Shehbaz Sharif will have to work hard to undo that damage. He will have to appease the U.S. to keep the money flowing. The third protagonist in our story, in the Pakistan story, faces fewer challenges. The Pakistan Army Chief. The Army remains firmly in control of the hybrid regime. The Army controls security and foreign policy and a lot of businesses. When the Prime Minister does not suit them, they engineer a soft coup, they install a new leader in office. But by bringing a PMLN leader to power, the army may have set itself up for another battle. You see, Shehbaz Sharif is the brother of Nawaz Sharif, another Prime Minister who tried to reign in the army. He's currently in London, escaping a corruption investigation. But he still controls his party's policies. For now, there is no indication that the Sharif brothers will take on the army. They've joined hands with them to remove Imran Khan. But how long will this deal hold? Watch this space for the next season of Pakistan's Game of Thrones.